Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in-thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm sitting here with a sex relationship therapist, which is, I mean, it's so intriguing to me, all three of those things. I, I'm, I like to have sex. I am in therapy. And I'm a kind of in a new relationship. Your name is Dr. Chris Donahue. And it's funny because you're a PhD in LCSWSCST and STD, <laughs> all rolled in one. It's a lot of initials, yes. Just hopefully not the STD part. No, no, no. no. You're throwing that in for fun. Thank yeah, you. That, no, I like, just like to mess with my guests. But it was funny because you did a television show called Sex Box. Yes. And I met with your producer on that before it was coming out. Okay. And he told me all about the idea. And I was like, wow, that's, that's, I mean, I thought it was a little crazy to be honest (laughs) Yeah. and it didn't work. So maybe I was right. Uh, We got halfway through the show. No, but I mean, to put yourself out there with all of these sexual, like people have so many issues these days to put them then on TV. Wouldn't you think that would just magnify the problem? In front of a live studio audience, yeah. in a box, five feet away from three experts. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I think that would make anyone intimidated. Yeah, and we like, send them in there. So, uh, there was actually some couples on the show, and they were going to be having sex for the first time in on, the box, in the box, in front of a live studio audience on television. Yeah. Wow. So we got halfway through the season and got pulled. Understand? Yeah, I mean, I think that. I mean, there's so much sex, and in, in, in every song on the radio is about sex, yep. drugs, and getting high and drunk. And as we talked, my favorite song is called "High and Drunk," which is really great. Thank you, Chris Martin. Like it's, it is very odd that for a while I didn't know what they were saying, and my kids were like, "Mom, this song says high and drunk." I'm like, "Oh, well." You Wait, know what, what were you singing? What did you think they were saying? I didn't know. I, I just didn't know what it was about. <laughs> I was along. just like, I'm like, I like the part when Beyonce came on. And then I realized the song was about being really wasted. And then you loved it more. Yeah, pretty much. I just <laughs> was like, kids don't sing this at school. <laughs> but this is mommy's new favorite song. Exactly. Now, you are a doctor. You have all of these titles. Yes. And you're covered in tattoos. It's kind I of shocking. I am. Yeah, it's surprising to people. I, I try to show them as often as I can. I mean, I started getting tattooed at like 16 or 17. It was a very different really? world back then. And, you know, my parents were a little thrown off. But the more tattoos I got, the more you you're know, addicted. degrees I got. No, yeah. degrees. Oh. I you know, got the double masters, got two PhDs. They're like, hey, get all the tattoos you want to get. Right, exactly. <laughs> Keep going. It doesn't always go hand in hand like it that. It does but, not. It did but, for me. Right, But that's really good. quickly, to go back to Sexbox for a second, you tweeted out about Sexbox. Yes, because I Do you remember met... what you said? No. I do. Okay, tell me. I retweeted. You called me handsome. Oh, yay! <laughs> well, I mean, you are handsome. Thank you. Thank and you're you. married. I'm not married. I'm currently single. Oh, I thought you, I saw a ring on your that's finger. A, that's a middle finger. Oh, right. I always check for rings. I don't want to be like obvious and look at people's hands. But yeah, he's married. Doesn't wear a ring. Yeah, he's yeah, a weirdo. He's, he's also a dancer. Yeah, he's, he's a, now a, a he's a dancer. dancer. Yeah, the <laughs> kid is weird. I'm not. I don't, I'm not going to even joke with you. He's Let's like, talk about him. He's an ordained minister. He's yeah. a dancer. He's an he actor. Is like he's a sound into, engineer. Like weird shit. I'm a, what's, how many threats is ten threats? You're, you trust me. There's no threats. You have no nobody's worrying about their job as a backup dancer with you around. I you sure? really do like you though, and I admire that you're going out there and getting like he getting is. it done. Look, K Fed and me, it's going down. But you know what? It's definitely not going up. Um, anyway, we're enough picking on All my right, sweet. Back. 
cute producer who I love. Now, what did I tweet out? You have to tell me. Oh, I'd have to dig it up, but it was it was big. It was big yeah. for me. Yeah, you something like um, watch Sex Box. Akristani's <laughs> handsome. I don't remember exactly. All I cared about was that handsome part. All right, well, I was like, hey, that's all that matters. All right, thanks. Hey, thanks. yeah, I know because I was speaking with Lisa Gibbons. Do you know her? Yes. And her husband, and then the producer of Sexbox. Right. We had a meeting about doing something, and he was telling me all about it. And I started thinking, I don't think as much as like I love sex and I like to have sex in random places and all right. that. Good. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> that's good, right? <laughs> I don't think I could do it in a box. On TV. Yeah, I was asked. People asked me if I would be willing to get in there, and I would. You would? I mean, come on, think about it. There, to have sex in a box on set with a live studio audience outside, that's a one-time-in-a-life you know. But thing. it's not even like warriorism because no, they can't really all. see. They're they kind of see, wondering what's going it. on. and then. Although I'll say this. So on the panel of the experts, it was me, another therapist, and then a, a minister counselor. And so she was, you know... Right. Some interesting thoughts on sex. So she was a few feet. She was the one that was closest to the sex box. And there was one day where, as the people were having sex in the box, the bed was like hitting the side of the box, oh. and you could hear it. And I turned to her and I said, "You can hear that, right?" And she was very uncomfortable. She's like, "No, not at all." <laughs> so I started tapping her leg to the sound of the You're bed like, hitting the box. It's I was happening. Like, yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> guess what? It's actually happening. You, you get your denial. Her. Yeah, but anyway, so that show's done. So yeah. now moving on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Now you have um. You're working with Amber Rose. Yeah, we took over Love Line for Dr. Drew, so we're doing that. Cute. Did he get um, fired? No, he did it for 25 years. He right. was tired. He was I know. Out. I know, Drew. I mean, yeah. like, I was just, I don't, yeah. I heard he got fired from something, so I thought that, maybe he, got, he left HLN. Right. I'll use that <laughs> word. He's not in HLN anymore. Oh, he, you're so proper. Thank you, thank you. Yes. He's a buddy, so. No, I love, I, I think he's great, too. Um, and then me and Amber are going on tour next year. Wow. That is awesome. That's wild. Yeah. She did like this new, th- recently she had a slut walk. I decided yes. to skip that, but that was, I that really, was I am a fan of hers. Yeah. I just, I don't think I need to be on a slut walk. I'm a mom. I mean, even though she's a mom and right. other sluts are moms too, I'm just not. Now, yeah, I'm a fan. I just didn't want to do the slut walk. I did it <laughs> it the was other... a hot Saturday. It was, <laughs> it too was. Hot. It was I too did hot. it the it other the day at the, the guy's house that I'm seeing. He had workers in the house. Right. I had to do the walk of shame in my hooker outfit from the night before. We call it the walk of no shame. Now. Yeah, well, yeah. It, I was just actually wave. not making eye contact with my glasses on and my makeup smeared from the night before. So it was a little shameful. <laughs> But, but only because your makeup was smeared. But also, I don't think that they spoke English, so I wasn't like that worried about saying hi. Right. I was just like waved. Okay. I'm out. Okay. It was really great. Good. So tell me. So I guess I, I do enough <laughs> slut walks that I didn't need to join like the giant slut walk. Well, thank you for your support. Yeah, yeah I'm excited for this. So how long have you guys been? This is just brand new. Oh, we just started. I think we've done four or five. Wow. And do you do you guys get along? We do. That's good. We had done a project together for a daytime show called The Doctors. And oh, yeah, yeah. We just somehow really hit it off. So uh, I, I also did her VH1 show. I mean, I do a lot with her, apparently. Yeah. But she had a VH1 show, and I was on that Have you had well. sex with her? I have not. Damn it. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're all be, about That sex. would be wild, though. That would yeah. be wild, yeah. I mean, no, she I mean, she's we, hot. we flirt. Yeah, there's like a cute little energy between us, but <clears throat> No. You guys have the, <laughs> you have the same haircut. We have the same haircut. We yeah. both are tatted out. We play with sex toys together. But oh, good. You play with them together? Like, you just like, <laughs> I'm confused. How do you play with sex toys and then not end up having sex? Exactly. It sounds really confusing. I know. Uh, no. So we uh, work with Adam and Eve, which is a, a sex product oh, line. Oh, yeah. And they send us toys. So as we're taping, we're just kind of, you know, throwing <laughs> around the toys. I have a lot of sex toys that people like they'll bring to the podcast or they'll right. send me. Sure. And there's a lot 
lot of duplicates in my house. So my friends, whenever they come over, I, I, they always leave with a goodie bag of something. Good. I'm like, wait, guys, I have host. something for you. Yeah. I don't really need duplicates of. Well, I guess. At some point, you might. They do get worn need, out. Yeah, when you use one with a guy, are you supposed to then? Get rid of it for the next guy. Okay, I love this question. Okay, hygienically, you yeah. can keep it and clean it. Right. Psychologically, right? Could it be a mind fuck. A lot of dudes don't want a toy that was used with someone else. Yeah. But you know, you just, just got to be like, no, babe, it's new. Yeah. No one's touched this but you. That's true. I, I, I will Brand say new. Toys the are guy. Expensive. Yeah, the guy. They are. He's like, I'm getting us a new toy. We didn't have an old one. Well, I have old ones that he hasn't seen. But I was like, okay, so maybe because he's very sensitive, maybe. He had the same toy that he used with the ex-girlfriend. Possibly. And now he doesn't want to, like... Hey, if, if he wants to do it, do it. You should go to the store with him. I love sending couples to the sex boutiques, the higher-end ones. And just yeah. kind of... You're not so content with that. No, like I, that. I, I am. Okay. But we haven't really been out out in public uh, public a lot yet. Wait, wait, yeah. we did a little bit. We're right. starting to, okay. but you have the baseball like, cap. No, yeah, we're gonna go to the. I'm I'm taking it to Agent Provocateur. It's my favorite store. Nice. And we're gonna have some champagne, and I'm gonna do some modeling, and he's gonna pay the bill. That's Great. my plan. Great. And he he was okay with it. Great. Which I've never done that to a guy, so I thought I take his credit card, my ex husband's, right. and I'm gonna be like here. But sounds like something that because the girls that work there are really pretty. And then we're all like, they're getting me dressed. It's a whole and then show. there's, yeah, it's, it's like a fantasy lived out. Exactly. Little and then you, you go know, home. Little do you know, in your head, you're just going shopping. No, I in know what I'm head, doing. Okay. I was going to say, in his head, you're fulfilling a fantasy he's no. had for a long time. I, I'm, These women dressing you, undressing it's you. It's my fantasy and too, though. I like it. It's <clears throat> yeah, just something that great. turns me on in general, and I love lingerie. The only problem is I generally buy lingerie when I'm not in a relationship so okay. that I don't connect it to a guy and then it feels weird to use it again. Like the sex toy thing. Right. So well, that's a hygienic thing. It is. But you... Wow. So you attach that much meaning to your underwear. I do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I love... I love lingerie. It's like... Yeah. I, I will spend money on lingerie when I don't have a boyfriend. And no one's ever... There, no one's okay, seeing question. it. Okay, question. So if you have a new favorite piece... Yeah. And you're going on a date with someone they're iffy about, do you then hold back from wearing it because you oh, might not be able to wear it again? You might waste it on him? No. They are... You have to retire no, yeah. it? No. If I don't know about... A date. I'm definitely not wearing. Listen, all my underwear are sexy, so it's fine. But there's no I'm white not, cotton. There's no like outfit for that night. Right. But you know, if I'm iffy about a guy, I wear jeans because after a couple glasses of wine. Wait, wait, hold on. So <laughs> if you're on a date with Brandy and she shows up in jeans, I'm she's not sure. feeling iffy about yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> because if you, you just wears, gave out one of your secrets. <laughs> no, I already wrote it in my book. I, it is what it is. Like, oh man. I'll wear, like if I really, really, really like a guy, though, right. I'll also wear jeans and like belts and like a bodysuit. And boots, like this shit is not coming off. No, because I don't want to whore out that night. I'm trying to wait. So it's like a chastity belt. The belts and the bangles and the necklaces and the body glitter and the hairdo. It's all a chastity belt. It's like, yeah. That's actually really smart. Yeah, it's really, I mean, otherwise, two glasses of wine and a skirt, we're fucked. I mean, literally and figuratively. (laughs) Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? I I think that's great, though. I like how um, confident you are around your sexuality. Oh, thank you. I, I think people, more people need to be, so. Yeah, well, you know, well I, I do. It's funny to talk to people that aren't confident about it or that yep. that get really red when you're saying something. They're like, oh, my God, you didn't just say that. I'm like, you know, you were thinking it. Um, I just I feel like my girlfriends and I talk just as crazy as the guy, my guy friends and right. I. And my guy friends and I talk about everything. And they think of me as like one of the dudes. 
but yet I'm cute and I wear lingerie, so I'm not. But I I fully understand what they're where they're coming from. Hey, Chris, I'm gonna stop you for a second because I want to tell you guys a little bit about texture. Now, thanks to pizza, we're all binge eating. Thanks to Netflix, we're all binge watching. But now with Texture, you can start binge reading, which is obviously better for your brain than pizza and Netflix. So trust me, it's about to be the next big thing. The Texture app lets you tap into the world's most popular magazines anytime, anywhere, using your smartphone or even a tablet. You can breeze through hundreds of your favorite magazines, including back issues, which you obviously can't get on the newsstand, and pick the articles that interest you the most. Texture has made it easy to find articles that you care about. I don't just read Cosmo or Glamour cover to cover. The Texture editorial team recommends content for me every day. Plus, I can dive deeper with personalized collections. So sign up for Texture right now and gain inside access to all the content from the world's best publications. Here is the best part. Texture is offering my listeners a free trial right now when you go to texture.com slash brandy. You'll gain immediate entry to all of the top magazines, including back issues and bonus video content. Yay! So start binge reading for free right now when you go to texture.com slash brandy. That's texture.com slash brandy. Now, as a sex therapist Mm -hmm. that you are, like, are you there watching people have sex? I love this question. Absolutely not. Thankfully. Oh, that sucks. I, well, I mean, for me or for them. I mean, dep- I mean <laughs> depending on what they look like. I don't really want to see other people right? have sex. Well, I'll say this. I, I don't I don't watch them have sex, but I definitely make them walk me through their sexual experiences moment by moment, which can be really, you know, hard for some people. Right. Most people are not comfortable or used to sitting in an office where they'll say, Oh, we had sex last night. What kind of sex? Oh, you know, I was on top of her. Really, where were your hands? How fast were you moving? Where were her hands? What were you thinking about? I make right. them, you know, I want them walk. And people don't have the confidence okay here's another example couples been together let's say five years and I'll say does your life does your wife like oral and he'll be like well I don't know I mean honey do and I'll say stop if you, you don't know, don't know that what your partner likes sexually we all yes. like oral guess what guys there are people we that, all like wait, oral but bigger than that is there are people that don't know what their partners are into sexually mind blown that's I, the kind like, of world we live in though crazy because I like figuring it out. Like that's part I don't like when people tell me I want to navigate the waters myself yes. and like Figure it out so it's not like oh uh, this gets me off so do this. Okay, good. You are you are nailing sex skill number one, which is pretend or think that you're a virgin with every new partner. Absolutely. Because if you're one of those people that thinks you know what every girl wants, you're a horrible lover. Oh, uh, the worst. Please like, oh, go in there not knowing. And, and don't tell me how good you are because sure. then you're really bad as well. <laughs> it's like I like kiss me and be a good kisser, For and sure. that makes me feel like okay, this could be good. Right. You know, and wherever yes. it is, we're having sex. The next step. Oh, that kiss will let you know how confident they are, how much they can eroticize, how much passion they have, how much intimacy they can tolerate, how creative they are. Do they hold you and squeeze you and pull you in? Are they nervous and anxious? Is it hard? Is it soft? Is it deep? Is it wet? I mean, you learn so much. I'm getting turned on. I have to stop talking about this. Um, But intimacy, that's something that I struggle with. Okay. I like to have sex when I'm a little drunk Mm. because sober sex is like super intimate for me. And... I don't, and I, a lot of times I have to look away. Mm. I don't want like that deep eye contact wow. because that means something. And then yes. God forbid that means something. See, I want, I want mm. lights up enough where I can see you. Oh yeah. Lights I want on face for sure. to face. I, I will, I will hold your face and have you look at me. <laughs> 
I want you to look into my eyes. Right, no, but I think there's a you. there's a time limit. <clears throat> a time limit? <laughs> <laughs> when it's like Two new. Seconds. Like oh, if we're not love in that. love, we're having we're fucking. We're not in love. So it's yeah, like Yeah, but it can still even just fucking a one-off yeah. knowing I'll never see you again, still having that kind of connection and depth is so arousing. I know oh, I can't man. do it. I have a, that's my, that's my hard time. What that's, are your other no, no's? What else won't you do? I'm pretty much game for anything. Else. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. All you right. know, I, I like to explore what, you know, what I can figure out gets the person off and Great. make him figure out what gets me off. I'm not the person that's Cause I have like a little side list of things Amber's supposed to do because oh. <clears throat> for someone's really sexually confident, she hasn't, done a lot of things I think she should. Right. So right now on the list, the top one is anal. Have you done anal? Yes. Okay, she hasn't done that yet. Okay, well, that's like right it there. hurts. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about it a lot on the show. But Get I'm some like, lube. A lot yeah, of lube. But I'm like, if you're going to talk about it, you had to. You have to have done it. You got to understand it's that experience. It's easier to do it with guys that don't have big dicks. That's For sure. And so oh, yeah. that's when <laughs> my producer's looking at me like, now I'm embarrassed. But... I don't. I don't do it. Like it was like my husband and one other person. Right. It has to be someone that I really trust and that sure. I'm close with. It's not just like, uh, it's not like a casual sex thing to me. Right. That's a really intimate, <clears throat> exactly. kind of situation. Very, very intimate for a lot of people. It's a gift. I'm giving you a gift, All especially right. if you're a big dick. So the genes and the anal are right now the two the two determinants that people can use to like decode. Yeah. What's going much. on? With yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I mean, because of the work I do, I try to do everything at least like three, four, or five times. You've done anal. I pretty much. Uh, yeah. I mean, with a guy. <clears throat> Have I penetrated a man? <laughs> Why is everyone laughing about this? Uh, I've done everything like three to five times. Oh, you so you've had sex with a guy. <laughs> well, that's good. As we both looked at the sound engineer. Right, right. All right. Well, that's that's great. Yeah. I've not been with two guys together, and I don't know that. Oh yeah, you, should, you have to. I've been I've been offered it, and it was like a French guy, and then, you know Frenchmen are fucking crazy already, and like. I just didn't... I wasn't really prepared to see them hook up. Oh, wait, talk about that. Yeah. That, you would have felt displaced or marginalized by that or... It's not... I just... I've... You know, I have so many gay friends sure. and I consider myself like I'm not bisexual, but I've been with women and right. I love women. I'm like, whatever floats my boat in that moment. Right. But for some... Like the two men together doesn't turn me on. Yeah, it's interesting. So I, I, I know a lot of women that are desperate to find two guys that are comfortable being together and with them. Go French, girls. And, and Amber's one of them, too. Amber's desperate to find two guys that will be with her together. And I'm like, well... <laughs> <laughs> I know a couple and they're yeah, hot. Yeah, because I, I like women. I like men. I, I don't I don't identify as anything. I think, right. that's, I think it's actually kind of lame and very like 1996 right. to have some kind of label. That's why I like what you say. Like, I like girls sometimes. I like guys sometimes. It just depends on who turns yeah, you on sure. in that moment. Yeah. And it's always... It's it's never just it is what it is. Yeah, and people and I hate when people have to put labels on things. I'm no, just it's like, too oh. confining. It's yeah, kind of primitive for me. So what what else with the her, Amber? So she, you guys are looking for two guys, which I may know some people for you. Okay, text me those names. Yes, uh, I don't know. Gosh, I don't remember now. The list. Yeah. So yeah. anal. Anal was the top one. Yes. The other one. Oh man, I don't remember. She, you know, what's really funny is she. She's pretty open and out there. You know, she was talking the other day about uh, she's a big fan of porn. She watches a lot of porn, yeah. right? And her favorite kind of porn is cream pie. And we were like laughing about this. I don't know what that is. I'm not really Why? into porn. When I was here talking to Adriana, she didn't know what that was either. Why does Two he... in a row. I know what it is. What is it? I don't, two, should two I explain row? it? Please. Yeah. It's like when a man ejaculates inside a woman and then it like 
creams out like a cream pie. Oh, yeah. sometimes you go back down on that. You can you know work with that. But oh, yeah. like uh, to use it as lube and stuff. Oh, as a whole lot of stuff. I mean, yeah, it's more about the visual too. Right. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. porn especially. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I'm not really into porn. Okay. Like it's, I mean, it doesn't really turn me on. Sometimes it does. When I found this one thing called <clears throat> X art. Have you seen this? No, X art. X art. It's like models fucking. That is interesting. Wait, what do you mean by me. models fucking? It's like really gorgeous. I'm not going to say where they're from, but really gorgeous models having sex with really hot guys. Why can't you say where they're from? What does that mean? What do you mean? Like, I don't what? know. I mean, I'm just guessing where they might be from. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, what? They're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful girls. And they are really all stunning. Got it. So, and that's easy for me. That turns me on. I like to watch, I guess I like to watch pretty people. I don't like right. to watch, like. Let me say this. Yeah. Most of us only want to watch people we're aroused by and attracted to have sex. Right. But that's not always porn actresses for me. I like sure. more of a, a a different look. Like not maybe so many, you know, things. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So many things. <laughs> what things do they have that you don't like? I don't know. We'll okay, talk just about stuff. it later. Yeah, right. just we'll stuff. talk off. Yeah, off I like tape. it. Just a different, like a little bit not so. <clears throat> I got it. Dirty. And again, that's even pretty radical because I still work with a lot of women that are so afraid of hearing their husband, you know, watching porn and masturbating to it. They're I don't so understand that when women get upset. I'm like, at least he's watching porn and not out fucking somebody else. Okay, so else. here's a, here's, a, here's my first story. I was on set a few months ago, and one of the women was. I, I think I tell a story often, but it's so powerful for me when the woman was telling me she's like oh yeah my husband we've been together for like 30 years he won't keep his hands off me and i'm like you're complaining <laughs> I know, right? like that's a beautiful beautiful thing he's still attracted to you right. still wants you to be his primary sex partner he's not out having sex with other people and you shame him and call him a pig right because she got lazy what? and was yeah. like and she lost her Please, sex drive don't do that yeah no you know if you want to be monogamous that's awesome but you then can't withhold sex because then you're forcing celibacy and I tell my clients you cannot do that that's not no. healthy you're then giving them permission to seek other sex partners right and Let's then you can't that. get mad when that happens Correct. because you almost listen I I don't agree with cheating but at either. the same time if your wife isn't having sex with you and she just had a baby like I just had my friend had a baby a year ago right. that's not just had a baby no and <clears throat> she's just withholding sex and then she's like can you believe this person cheated and I'm like yeah I go, I'm sorry, I'm not like on his, I think it's, you know, two wrongs don't make a right, Correct. but you have to take some responsibility in this situation. Yeah, we and, gotta sit down as a group right? and talk if that's what's right? going on, yeah. At least a BJ once in a while. <laughs> but where's her, where's her sexuality? That's what's always fascinating to me. Doesn't she want that, that validation, that nourishment, that body esteem that's built by a partner being aroused by you? I it's think so a lot of, for you. a lot of time with women, when they've had a child, mm-hmm. they lose themselves a little bit. They don't mm. think of themselves as a sexual being anymore. They I know. think of themselves but that's a cultural as a, thing. Yeah, because we're afraid to sexualize. I don't like it, yeah, I I want everyone to feel erotic through their entire lifespan as yeah. their body changes, as they age, and you know we have this flaw in our culture that your sexual prime is when you're in your youth, and that's not. That might be your genital prime. That might be when you're um, that you, you know vagina yeah. is going to lubricate you the most. The best and, right, but as we get older, you hopefully get more confident and comfortable, yeah. and you're expanding what you're willing to do and you're interested in doing, and yeah. more anal's happening, some three ways, and just <laughs> going to town, cream pies. Yeah, cream. Yeah, right. I mean, I guess now I have something to do later. <laughs> that's exciting do they show that on XR some cream pies um, I guess so I just okay. didn't know there were like specific names for everything <laughs> yes, I, I mean I know some are. things right. but uh, yeah 
I mean, I guess I've done that before I, then. I just didn't know what it was called. Yeah. Let me just throw this out, too. So I, re- I had a book come out last year called Sex Outside the Lines. Oh, I knew that. I'm and sorry. The we're just talking. entire purpose of that book is what we're talking about. Yeah. Which is it's, it's trying to um, challenge people to expand their sexuality and normalizing all different forms of things. Because, again, there's very few resources that people can turn to where someone credentialed is normalizing and calling healthy, creative, diverse sex. Right. And you also you said something I was reading when I was at my house, um, sex anorexia? Oh, sex what anorexia. Is that? So, you know, we uh, the right now media and culture loves and is obsessed with this idea of like sex addiction and people that are so sex crazy. But sex anorexia is what's on the other side of that. People that maybe what your friend kind of fell into after giving birth, which is this like phobia and anxiety and fear of sex, right. complete avoidance. And that's not healthy. We like no. to pathologize people that love sex, but people that are kind of avoidant don't want a lot. We're like, "Ah, that's fine." No, that's that's not No, it's the same. It's, it's right. almost as bad as the opposite. But do you right. believe in sex Addiction? No. Like, do you, no, I don't either. When people thing. are like, "Oh, I'm, I'm addicted to sex. No, I'm going to forgive him." No, no we not. all like to have sex. Sure. If you're a normal person, you like to fuck, and it feels good, and it's great for all of us. And just because you get caught cheating, and you say, "Okay, I'm an addict. I'm an addict. It's no. okay." No, guess what? You wanted to be right. in those situations. You made the choice because you wanted to have to be attracted to someone. When's the last time you were out? anywhere supermarket the gym and you saw a, like a dude masturbating because he couldn't stop because he's addicted to sex you've never don't right okay when's the last time you saw a guy because he's so addicted to sex grab someone off the street and start fucking them you haven't no that's called okay. rape so yeah you're not addicted to sex no you're, maybe you're a rapist maybe you have no empathy you have poor boundaries you have all those things but you're not addicted to sex and there's tv shows about it which makes people think it must be real there's books about it i don't believe it's it not. I believe it's you. Totally not. I'm Thank on. You. I'm on the same vein. Like, I just Donahue, think it's an Dr. excuse. Donahue. Yeah, for sure. It's an excuse to get away with things that, when you've hurt somebody else, that you use in totally. order to make it okay. But yeah. it's like a pacifier. It's an adult little pacifier saying, "Okay, I have an addiction problem, so I'm going to go get help." Right. And instead, stay with me. instead, talk to your partner about the fact that you want to have sex or not anymore. Instead, talk to your partner about the fact that you want to have a different kind of sex or bring somebody else in, possibly. Talk or... about the fact that you need a divorce because it's not right. working anymore. But there's other solutions. I agree right. with you fully. Well, good. Yeah. Somebody does. People like when <clears throat> I have um, talks with people about certain different types of addiction. I tend to be the one that nobody agrees with, so I'm I'm really happy that yeah, you're agreeing phone, with me. Phone me in next time. Yeah, Speaker, phone like, me in. Hold on, yeah. I'm gonna call. But a it's friend. in my book. It's in my book, and it's really and you know the thing is is that the voices that are about sex addiction are far more pow- are far more powerful. I've been uninvited from some shows because they wanted me to come on and talk about the sex addiction problem. I said, I won't because there isn't one, but I'll talk about how your show is perpetuating the idea that there is. And they're like, we're going to book somebody else. But that's, you know what? (laughs) Maybe you say, okay, I'll come on and talk. And then if it's a live show, you do whatever you want to do. I do generally do that. These are more taped ones. (laughs) (laughs) Most of of like the daytime, like the doctors and whatnot, it's very, it's taped. I've done the doctors one time and I have a crush on Travis. Of course. Of course Who doesn't? But I feel like he's so vanilla I would probably ruin his life. You might intimidate and overwhelm him a little bit. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I'll, I'll take ready. I'll take the chance. <laughs> I'm up for the challenge. I'll set that up. <laughs> no, he's no, no, no. Guy. I know he's he's a lovely. I just um, I think yeah, I would probably ruin him. He would be like, "You're insane," and I'm not. I'm really not. You're just really fun. No, I'm fun. I'm just fun. I like sex. I like the whole performance aspect of it too. That's why right. I like lingerie and I like to do a little dance. And <laughs> what's your favorite song to dance to? Uh, Darling Nikki. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. That's I'm one of them. It is. I love Prince. It, it's that's how great. it is. I have a good little dance to that. So that's fun. Do you have a sex song? I don't have anything like that. Um, uh, no, because I generally find that 
when I'm going to have sex, it's not planned. Right. So there's not like, I'm like, oh, Alexa, turn on the music to fuck m- yeah. music. Um, and they don't, have, and they, don't have, they don't always have music in the bathroom of a restaurant. Right, exactly. I mean, right. I mean come on. on Spotify? Like at the library? Yeah, they're not, if you're in the back of your quiet. car, there's no radio there. I mean, but it, I had one guy that was like, turn on love playlist. I'm like, turn off love playlist. Yeah, that's a turn off. Because but how many girls have you fucked to this love playlist? And I'm going to a different room because, I, you know, this and is... And I'm, I'm a talker. I make sounds. I want you to hear me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, all in. Yeah, that's good. Now I'm getting embarrassed for this, but it's it's great. So now, do you get a lot of pushback, like you said, when you're doing when you have an opinion that differs from everyone else's? You get a lot of like you're doing Love Line, obviously, right. so people do. Uh, want to I'm hear definitely it. I'm definitely a radical, and uh, as a sex therapist, you're trained. So as a sex therapist, there's about 400 of us certified in the entire world. Oh wow, there's very few of us, and we're trained to really see the health and the value in sex. Just even as its own vehicle towards mental health, right? Most therapists will not help you use sex therapeutically. No, absolutely not. Okay, they won't even see it in those terms. So I get tons of pushback. I, I Not every weekend, but many weekends I'm traveling on the road lecturing at different universities and different places. And absolutely, there's always a few people that work in the clinical field or in some other area. And they're really thrown off by what I'm doing because I'm trying to expand us outside of the confines of what we're doing. Like I talk about gender-neutral parenting. I want to get away from gender. Yeah. I talk about healthy sexuality and better sex education. We need that <clears throat> desperately because well, the kids are just getting it from the internet. And totally. then they don't know. I or mean, even from porn, which is yeah, the worst exactly. sex education. Exactly. My kids know so much. And I'm like, well, that's not the real deal. So that's, we have a very open dialogue about sex. And sometimes I want to kill myself because they'll ask me questions and I'm just like, oh, (laughs) I don't want to have this conversation with you. But if I don't, you're going to get misinformation somewhere. So, you know, we've had a lot of uncomfortable conversations for me. And I know because their dad's Latin and he's kind of like, he doesn't talk about that stuff. It just, they'll figure it out, you know, on their own time. And I just feel like, no, we really have to educate them. I mean, I took, I got the HPV shot. Like I'm just trying to make sure our kids today are incredibly, what's the word when you're like, um, they're, they're starting sooner. They're doing more. Um, what's the word? I can't even think of it, but it's they're they're our third. Their 13 was our 16 yep. when we were older. So yep. they're doing <laughs> Thank you, I, technology. I know. They have access to but, everything. But it's the yeah, truth. And sure. so if you're in your head going, no, I didn't do that until I was 16. Guess what? They're 16 in their heads already. So, and they have, they have they've seen way more. But, and this 13. is the problem is what we try to do is keep sex away from kids. And then all of a sudden when they start getting towards that age or their body where they're wanting to be sexual and having sex, they then are supposed to understand how to manage it, what to right. do with it. No. You have to have them prepared beforehand and confident beforehand. So they enter into that, right. you know, feeling better about themselves, able to say no, able to talk about safe sex. Exactly. And um, I think it's important. And but we won't even talk about We won't even talk about the fact that the most, you know, people are going to have sex. So right now it can't be don't have it or wait. It's got to be what are the better ways to do it? Mutual masturbation. When's the last time someone sat down and talked to 13 years about mutual masturbation? Well, hopefully it's going to be you and not me. But <laughs> how about the fact that no one's gotten pregnant from anal? No, that's true. I mean, Two I think that's why a lot of my rich guy friends only have anal with these girls that they date because they don't want to get anyone pregnant. It makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. I wouldn't listen if I was so and so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to chance it. Right. You know, and I think that's unfortunate, but it's just the truth. Yeah. It is what it is, and I'm like, well, you know, thank God you you have a plethora of women that will do that for you. I don't know that I could do that 
solely with someone. I think that there has to be all sorts of other things, but that's why I'm not fucking my friends. They are fucking these girls. So <laughs> it's, you know, but I get it. And I love that they tell me these things. Right. I love it. They trust me. I mean, I'm not ever going to say their names, obviously, but they trust me with what their problems are, you know, right. because they're in the public eye or whatever. And they do have a lot of money and they're worried that, you know, they have their own sexual issues that everyone's going to try to get pregnant and that they can't have. And you are sexually shamed when anything happens publicly. And that's the other gross thing. So people have pictures and videos released and everyone then tries to defend it and they feel bad. I'm like, just own it. Yeah, you're a sexually competent person. When you're dating someone, you sex. Sexting is a really hot, arousing thing that, yeah. I, that I love to do when I'm dating someone. Yeah. And so if it gets out there, my response and everyone else's should be things like, yeah, I yeah, sex. What? Enjoy my video. Right. Well, I mean, most of those people put the videos out themselves. Yes, that, let's that, just that's say. True, that's true. <laughs> so, true. And they were made a lot of money from yeah, it. Yeah, but they yeah. just didn't want to say true. enjoy it. It's true. I mean, I've seen a couple of them, but I didn't really enjoy them. But it was. They uh, need to get better lighting. They need yeah, to they, the you know, Or still. just like move. Yeah. A little, like don't just know lay that there. you're on film. Or Be a yeah, performer. you're laying there. You guess what? You're pretty, honey. We get it. Yeah, you still got to move. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta just do more than lay there. But I don't know who we're talking about. I don't know. No, you have no. I, listen, I've seen a few tapes. So that's all. Um, no, tell me more, a little bit more about what what your outlook is. That's different from others that you've put Man. in this book. Everything. Everything. Everything is different. Um, so psychology essentially has this idea of what normal and healthy is. And my idea is that health actually lives outside of all of that. So I, I try to – so basically psychology will say if something's different, they're going to call it a disorder. Right. And I'm always saying, no, you're just different. different. You're allowed to think differently. Your relationship's allowed to be different. Your sexuality is allowed to be different. It, you know, it's not about normalizing and shaming and all that. So I like creativity. Right. I think that to say that everyone falls under one bracket, I have friends that can only get off with certain crazy shit happening, but, oh, that's what my question is. Mm. What about, I, I dated someone in the past. I actually broke up with him because of this. Um, he ne We could fuck all night, and it drove me crazy because I only like to fuck for a couple hours, and then I'm good, but he would never come. Mm-hmm. And I, listen, I'm down for whatever. Like, I'm good to make, I'll right. do what I have to do. He's like, I just don't. Why was and that a problem for you? Because it made me feel like it was my responsibility and that I was failing him somehow. Yeah. But see, that's that's sadly what some partners do is we, we take our other's ability or lack of ability to orgasm personally. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so often not about us. Because, you know, you have to understand, orgasm is a very complex thing. You have your body has to be healthy enough. Right. You have to have the right blood flow. You have to be able to relax. You have to be aroused enough. You have to not be stressed. And there's so many factors. And some people, you know, our central nervous system determines how quickly we orgasm or not. And so some people, it's a length of time. Other people they do it very quickly. But we get very upset if it's too soon or too long. We all have this vision of this like middle ground, and it's just not that common. But not ever. Um, as in you believe he just never, ever, ever orgasms? Well, that's... He might be one of those people that orgasms better when he's on his own. Maybe. But with partners last long. And some people like that and love that. But that's what it'd be like to have sex with him. Yeah, some people don't orgasm with partners. And for them, it's more when they're by themselves. And so sex with a partner for them would be about really kind of enjoying the sex, pleasing the other person, and then sex kind of ending maybe when the partner gets off and then they can finish themselves off some other time. You know, it's mm, diversity. Yeah. I know. You can't I'm not hang feeling it. I, I really couldn't. And I liked him. It, but also, like, seven hours. You get a little raw down there. You were there, having sex for seven hours? He, could, he was a professional athlete. Wow. And so 
He could do a lot of things for seven hours, but I wasn't I'll say into this it. Too, for anyone listening, that, that's a that's a guy. Part of it could also be the ways that some men masturbate. Some men masturbate in ways. Well, number one, they some guys don't use lube. Right, and that's which, a problem. Yeah, because you're just sensitizing your penis. And well, a vagina, for a couple of hours, work. you can make your own, but then there's a point I, where yeah, so, you gotta help. And some guys have to masturbate less. Some people masturbate in ways that you can't transfer that to being with a partner. Some people masturbate too often on their own, and so then they're not. Oh, they judge me as a, as a mental health professional. I've gotten emails my, where they're telling me my book is ruining families' lives. It's just not true. I, what's ruining people's yeah. lives is the fact that everyone's in denial, and sure. they think that they have all of these little things that get them off, and they think they're fucked up because they like something different than everyone else. But this is what's fascinating. So think about the things that we watch on television. You watch shows where every week for hours they blow people's heads off. But to watch Sex Box, where you don't hear or see anyone have sex, you're just as if you were knowing that they happen to be right. off in the corner in this box, and we talk very um, uh, confidently, appropriately, intellectually about sexuality and all that, people couldn't handle it. They that. couldn't handle it. They but, thought it was too much. Totally. Yet, but they're all about the shows where they're killing people. And, and people But are also like, sex. There's sex on TV. Totally. It, it, it either revolves around violence or sex. Yeah. And even the, now the shows that are on the big networks, it's it's all about sex and violence. Uh, I watched How to Get Away with Murder the other day, and I was a couple times, and I was watching them like they were giving rim jobs. Yeah. They're like, so it's kind of fascinating that you're allowed to do it in that way because it's acting and it's right. dr- dramatic. But for or us to just be talking about openly, knowing that there's people in this box on the side, that was like way too overwhelming for people. It's, which, it's interesting. Uh, I so, mean, I I don't think I could personally be in that box. I don't know. Sure. I'm willing to try it, <laughs> but I don't know. But yeah. I think that 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 whole show should have been very easy to get your head around because everything else on tv is about sex and violence everything and even the dumb video games my dad was like he came to visit he's like so you want to know what jake and i did today go yeah sure he's like well we went to the strip club and we got drunk i said oh you took my nine-year-old to a strip club and got drunk it was like i know i was joking but they played gta and where did my 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 nine-year-old took my dad to the strip club and they had some beers i was like Perfect. And yep. he was judging me. Sure. Which I was like, Dad, I I can't control that because they have this video game at their dad's. I'm not gonna neglect it from you know, it is what it is. It's it happens and you know, it's the real life. It happens. There's strip clubs out there. People right. get drunk. It is what it is. <laughs> and I you know, the fact that he took you with him, Dad, I think that you should feel like you're a pretty special yeah, guy. Yeah, he's trying to bond with you. He doesn't yeah. just take anyone there. No, right? <laughs> I've never heard of him digging anyone there. there. You know. So take so, the compliment. Family take only. The compliment. But no, my dad was very perturbed. But it's funny because growing up we had Playboy on my coffee table. It was like I would read it. Right. I was always the first one to open it, which oh, I would get in trouble for being the first one to open it, but it was there. Wow. And it was always and I looked through it, I thought it was like the most beautiful thing ever. And it just wasn't a big deal in my household. My parents ran around naked half the time. Well, this is what's so fascinating. I mean, the research consistently shows that cultures and families that are more sexually open, that those those cultures raise children that have less sex crimes, less teen pregnancy, because they have a, a healthy knowledge. understanding of sex and knowledge, for sure. Right. And so the, the families and the environments and the cultures that really shame it, and they're like, no, don't look at that. Don't touch that. Sex is right. bad. They're the ones that actually have all those sexual problems. Right. It's like with candy. Like Everyone's like, oh, you know, we don't keep sugar in the house. And I'm like, well, that's when your kids go and steal your money and get all the sugar at <laughs> Snorting AMPM. Skittles at my yeah, house. Yeah, because that's what I used to do because my mom had no sugar. We would steal their change, go to AMPM, get all binge. the candy and binge. Yeah. I have every kind of sugar cereal. We have all the sugar in my house. Kids don't want it. It's there. They know it's there. They don't really mess with it because 
I'm not keeping it from right. them. So I feel like a lot of times when you say something's bad or off limits or you shouldn't have it, it's when we want it more. And, and, and to make that even more complex is you don't have to have sugar. We don't have a natural drive for it or need for it. Sex, you do. Mm-hmm. So you're also trying to shame and pull away from them a natural, healthy thing that's operating within their body at all times because sex is always going on. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I mean, 100%. <laughs> it's sex is how close you sit to someone, how you look at them. Sex is what you're wearing all day long and, and what you're yeah. in the morning. I mean, like, sex is always operating on us, our sexuality. So you can't avoid that. No, I, I agree with you, but I just have to feel like I know a lot of parents think I'm over the top and the things I, that I I'm say sh- in my well, book. But, but, but based on a lot of the cultural norms, you are. Yeah, no, but, but, but it's, is that it's a just bad the thing? truth. My, when my mom and dad were very little, I was like, Mom, where do babies come from? I was young. And she goes, well, a man has a penis and a woman has a vagina. And then she's like, and then the man puts a penis in her. I was like, well, I'm going to throw up. Like, I, I was like scarred. But at that, I knew where babies came from. And when my parents would go into their room in the middle of the day and lock the door, they're like, okay, you guys don't come in. We're doing our thing as grownups. And we we're like, ew, gross. But it's looking back, at least they're doing it. I know sure. so many married people that are not having sex. And it breaks my heart because what a beautiful level of intimacy that you can have. Without judgment. What a beautiful resource and tool to use when you're feeling distant from a partner is sex. Right. It's a great way to bond and get close. And so if they don't have that, there's a lot of distance. I mean, again, I watch some of those couples in restaurants where you look over and they're sitting there in silence. Or they're both on their phones. distance and space. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, we're, we're just not comfortable with intimacy and then sex you know, it's just another way to kind of bring them closer. So I don't know. That's why I have a job. Yeah. I, I get to have right. all these people but reconnect it's true. To all that. And but what? So what do you think? So for me, when people say, "Oh yeah," you know, I'm like, "Oh, are you having sex?" Or "Oh no, I'm married." <laughs> I'm like, I know, but when I was married, I had sex all the time. I like, feel bad for them. It's I a, it's, too. A, it's that's not. That's not acceptable to me. That's a bad joke. Couples that have more sex have happier, longer relationships. But I feel like some people get married now because it's a, it's almost like we're expected to do it. Sure. Like that it's I think marriage is an old fashioned idea. I'm never doing it again. And I feel like I want to be with someone not because there's a piece of paper that says you're meant <clears throat> right. to be here, right. but because I want to be there. And if I don't want sure. to be there, I don't want to go through a divorce again because that was hell. I just want to I want to go. <laughs> but, but no, you're, you're actually making a really, really important point, which is a lot of people stay because of the expenses of divorce and all that. And if you didn't have that contract and all that pressure financially, if you left, then you'd have to be a good person and a good right. partner because they could leave at any moment right. and they might actually be better relationships. That's what, that's what I'm... So it's like you're here because you want to be here that's and you have to treat me well or else I'll leave. And so, you know, we work on that. That's it, a beautiful thing. It's interesting too that I find like a lot of the girls that I'm around, like I have a lot of young friends, a lot of older friends. Like I have mm. friends from all, you know, everything. Um, they want the ring. They want to get married. Yep. They're 23. They're like, I want to get married. And I have this, you know, they have their dress picked out. They don't even have a boyfriend. But I think, <laughs> I think society and parents breed this like idea that, uh, you hit your 20s, you get out of college, you're supposed to get married and have kids. And the truth is we're living longer now. Yep. And we're not, uh, when I was 23, I, I was with the one person for 13 years at 23. How would I you know make, who I was. How would you make a commitment at 23 that you promised to be with this person? Forever. In, yeah, for 60 yeah. plus years. I just saw a thing on Facebook about a dad who sold his brand new favorite car to pay for his daughter's wedding. And I thought, that's not cute. That's stupid. Yeah, why not you give her... Like, selling your car to pay for this expensive costume party, which might not even have any symbolic meaning past the first year. Or, right. And we have a 60% divorce rate. Eh. Like, why is that adorable and sweet? That's pretty stupid. Like, I don't know why it has to be so dramatic. Right? I, I, but we centralize people, yeah. our lives around these events and these things. And... Um, 
I, I don't I don't get it. But again, I'm in a different generation. Now you've never been married. <laughs> I've never been married. And how old are you? It just you? doesn't make sense. to no, me. No, it doesn't make sense to me. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. So I told I've been my... in very committed long-term relationships. Right. I've lived with people, but I'm I'm just honest and open and vulnerable enough to let someone know whether or not something's working, and I'm realistic enough to know if who we become three years later is something that we want to maintain and extend. Right, and... because there's always there's evolution constantly happening with For each sure. person of us, and just because we're together today and it's working yep. today doesn't mean I'm not the same person in three years that I am today right. and neither are you. And maybe at that point it's not, you're not compatible anymore sure. because everything that happens to us in our lives makes us change and grow. Yep. And sometimes you grow apart and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but breakups are hard to do. And people, instead of breaking up, I find they tend to disconnect and then they find what they're looking for elsewhere, which yep. creates cheating and drama yep. and hurt and pain where you could just say, listen, I think we've grown apart and I think we should take some time off and like see. But we need to have, as you're kind of saying, we need to have a beautiful way to celebrate relationships ending and closing so that people feel more confident in doing that. Right right now we use words like breakup and divorce and and I'm sorry to hear that. And so no one wants to experience this horrible event. But if we were able to celebrate it, that, you know, the success of your relationship isn't the length of time. It's whether or not you're a good partner and they're not always meant to go on for long periods of time. And that's okay. And we can celebrate that. And you guys can just be friends now. And, you know, but we don't have all that. It's like, we should have a moving on party rather than a breakup party. Cause I said that my, I joked that my wedding was a white party. I'm like, Oh yeah. Remember my white party? Cause I had so many of my gays there. My white party. You had a DJ. I had so many like of my gay boyfriends. I'm just I love the dress. It was a white party. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they probably were. (laughs) Unfortunately, my ex husband didn't do any drugs ever. Exactly. I was like, (laughs) that was a red flag. Thank God I got out of What were you thinking? I had six (laughs) years in Europe where I did pretty much everything under the sun. So I thought it was out of my system. And I mean, it was like I didn't really. I don't need. I don't do them now. And right. And um. You know, I don't need to. <laughs> but but yeah. every year there is a New Year's Eve and you never know. You what you're just never want. know. You know, my friends had a party last year. They're like, do you want that? You walked in like, do you want Molly or you want the right. old ecstasy? Right. And, you know, it's like, uh, which one do I want? The one that gives you like the, the pure stuff or the good old stuff that has like some uppers in it? I'm like, I don't, I'm going to think about this when I get back to you guys. Um, I was, it wasn't a safe group. And sure. I feel like sometimes you have to be very careful who you surround yourself oh, with. Oh, drug use has to be right. about being with safe people. That- <laughs> yeah. Can contain you. Right. And that you actually know. In a big party, you don't know everyone. No. So, and people like to use their cell phones now and take pictures of crazy shit. And I've done some crazy shit in my time and it's out there. I mean, it is what it is. People yeah. know. I'm going to have to go home and Google no, you No, don't. Now. Just don't. <laughs> I'm to Google you a little bit more. Just don't. Um, but I'm yeah. not at that place in my life yet where I'm that Googleable, where there's that much to come out. So I, I don't you. know that. But, but yeah, okay. I, I didn't know that you'd been with men. Yeah. And now I do. <laughs> Oh boy, this is fun. So wait, so how often do you guys record your love line? Once a week. And it's at, it's in Culver City, that place? No, we, we actually have a studio built in her house. Lucky ducks. Yes, because she you know she doesn't she wants to walk downstairs when she wakes up and we record. Trust me. Who wants I, to have to leave their home and shoot no, the damn podcast? I don't live near here and I have to come here all but the time. But here's the kicker though. We're, we're also gonna start to do it live and tape it. That'll be fun. So I think have, li- things that happen live yeah. are so much more interesting to me than when I say cut it out, Will, because I'm a but little think too about, appropriate. But then you have to also think about how you look, what you're wearing, oh, your yeah. energy levels. I mean I've, it takes it to like a whole other level. So that's why we've been delaying that is because neither one of us we were all in, in like dirty, smelly sweatpants from the night before but that's the beauty of of radio and podcast for sure but then they send like this chicken to start taking pictures all the time and i'm like now i actually have to get ready to go there 
It's not fun. No, well, I don't like I, it. I'm making you take a photo with me after this. I but I didn't like. I didn't even. Put, I would put some makeup on, but I'm like, I'm not going to do mascara. Listen, it's the new mascaras take way too long to get off. I'm they don't sorry. actually come off 100. percent If it makes you feel better, I never wear makeup when I come to this. I know. Time. You, I noticed that. Yeah. I was like, he could use a. <laughs> he, you know what he needs? He has glasses. Yeah. That he needs. I've never seen you wear. It makes her uncomfortable when I don't wear them. And he looks like a blind man to me, and it's freaky when he stares <laughs> at me see, through the glass. How many fingers am I holding up? Can you see? I have contacts. Am I holding it? Oh, oh, just that one. Oh, 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 I love Hey, what's, you. The, what's, the, what's the state bird of California? The eagle. Bald eagle. Oh. See? Get it? Oh, yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. He's such a nerd. That's yeah. good. We were keeping him, though. I do miss my old producer a little bit. But, you know, it is it likes just the truth. He's Mexican. He's older. Look, you guys had a long relationship. I get it. I'm not we trying to you. replace him. We were texting you the know? other night. He's like, how much do you miss me? I'm like, a you lot. have no idea. It's okay. I'm no, it's okay. Because he, yeah. he got jealous because he heard you and I having fun banter. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it happens to people. Yes, it does. Yes. Wait, you were saying, this is interesting. You are saying you called your, your wedding the white party. Right. I and call then, it now the white party. Okay. because and then did you have like a black party when you exited or a red party? or was No, any... I just started fucking everyone that I could. <clears throat> so what do you call it? So that's a party of sorts. It's like, I guess it's like a whore party. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I whored yeah. out definitely. And I fucked more of his friends just to get back at him. That was fun. It was just really? like anger fucking. Wow. That was you were really. Pissed. Oh, yeah. You were not happy. Yeah, no. I went through some crazy times. Uh-huh. But um, revenge is sweet, actually. People say revenge doesn't work. It makes me feel really good. It worked for you. <laughs> it worked for me in that moment because otherwise I was going to be so depressed and I had children to take care of. So I was getting revenge and having sex. So I was pretty good. Yeah. You were smiling. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. did you make sure he knew that you were oh. obsessed with his friends? Oh, yeah. How You just sent a little text message like, yeah, or Bill pictures. says hi. <laughs> oh, you sent some photos. Sent like, some photos. Tom says hey. And he's like, I mean, penis is in your mouth? Pretty much. Wow, photos. you were fucking around. No, no I, I, I even, I allegedly, like. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, I recorded some things and sent them to him. But maybe not. No, maybe it's not. Alleged, it's allegedly. It's an allegation. Like, yeah, who knows? It doesn't exist. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. You might have. All right, I we mean, don't know that. Allegedly. Well, That's why I like that. Word. Yeah. yeah, no, but I was very angry, but it took me about two years to get over the anger. Sure. Um, but once I was over it, I'm over it. Like, when, I feel like I don't put, I don't hate him. I'm mm. like indifferent about it, and mm. I don't, about him. And I just don't want anything bad to happen to him because he's the father of my children. Did you give him hugs hello? No. Oh, we're not. <laughs> because there. I'm not allowed to touch him. It's not me. He's got it. He, he remarried. Right. And, and she doesn't want you touching him. Yeah. They're very, when wow. they're around, they're very like, handsy and all over each other. I don't even know if there would be a time I could go in for a hug because they're always connected. There's a lot of insecurity there. And so I feel, yeah, there's so much anxiety. Well, the way they met was they were both cheating. So could you imagine? No, that you know, always going on your right. head. Is this going to happen again? Right. And this is my man. You got to hold so on to him. So you show up and you have to stand a few feet away as they're doing their like glom on. And it's a soccer. It's a. Grab. It's everywhere. And it's like I. I don't. I don't make out at soccer. <laughs> but anyway, they do. No, but and good. But there's kids everywhere. For them, everywhere. any place is a good place. I mean, apparently you're like so. I have different boundaries. No, yeah, no. I think I gave him one hug in seven years, and that was just recently at Jake's birthday party. It was one of those like. Do you, but do you look so seeing who he is? I mean, you, you see him differently now. You have to. You see how he is. Do you miss him, or do you see? No. Okay. I, I, you know what I miss? I miss like the whole having a fourth person yeah. and it's not him specifically, sure. but it's just, there's three of us all the time. So having somebody, to, I have my gay husband who right. left me for Florida, but he'll be back. But when he was in the house, 
it was even and we were always it was cool like one of us would have each kid and we could bounce things off of each other and it wasn't just mom talking at these two kids it was like a conversation right so i miss that but i don't miss him because i don't know him and the person i thought i knew doesn't exist anymore so i don't know him now to miss him do you know what i mean totally get it he's involved into something you don't recognize yeah and and that's you know and that's fine i'm sure to him i'm someone that he well i pretty much the same i'm an asshole like i was always outspoken i've always been (laughs) i was an asshole then i'm an asshole now i mean i'm i'm definitely more outspoken now (laughs) but i always have been i've always said what i want to say when i want to say it i've always stuck my foot in my mouth and i have a voice and so when we got a divorce I'm like, you know who you married. Did you expect me not to fight back? Because that's who I am. You know, I'm a Scorpio, a little intense. I'm a Scorpio too. Oh, no. I understand these impulses you, you talk it. about. I understand what such day? things. Uh, October 27th. November 16th. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're special. We're special. We breed. really are. We don't mess when, around. Passion. When you say that, passion though, is do passion people is go, passion. oh. Oh, anytime I meet someone, like, what's Sonia? I say Scorpio, they go, oh. Uh, ooh, yeah. And I say, well, passionate. Right. That could be good. Loyal that can and be passionate. Bad. Yes. But across yeah. the board, like, yeah. you're passionate about. Sexual and passionate. How it's much magic. you like someone, how much you but don't look, like someone. Look, it weeds it out. I, I don't want to be with someone that doesn't have the strength of self to tolerate someone like me. I'm a big right. personality as well. Right. Um, I'm a very sexual person. I'm very passionate. I'm an intellectual. I'm a big personality. I occupy a lot of space. I want someone who can handle that. And right. so, good. Know up front if I'm too much. Know up front if you're too much right. for them. It's I true. Don't, I don't want someone to have to learn how to manage me. No. I want it's someone to be able like, to meet me where I'm at. And listen, there's a lot of different sides to me. And sure. you've you got to like all of them. Because totally. they're, you know, there's the work side, the, you know, the mom side. You know, you, you, I have to kind of compartmentalize my... Yes. Me. Yes. So yes. to my, my thing is I usually work too much for people oh, I date. Fine. They want more time. Oh, see, I don't. The and guy I'm, I'm seeing right now works a lot. I like it. I yeah. like I like to see my friends. Right. I like to do my own thing. I like my space. So it works out kind of good that he works six days a week. Yeah. And I'm not it's not like I don't understand when people get into new relationships where you have to like smother each other with each other. I'm both. That's what's, that's what's so odd is that I work a lot and I'm not available, but I will smother you while I'm while I'm away. All right. I like see. I am the one that will blow your phone up a lot and send you tons of pictures and I want pictures and like. Yeah, the I picture. I like that. That's the passion. For me. You don't like that. You know what? It's it's fine, but like it's literally, fine. I think that you just kind of have to ease into it. The pictures. You, yeah, no, I mean, I don't mind. I'll send pictures of my tits or whatever, but... Oh, I don't even mean sexual per se. No, I literally no, he like, wants me to send me a picture of, his, of my smile. I'm like, no. I, I don't even hilarious. take pictures. Wait, generally. he'll say, I want to see a picture of your smile. I'm thinking of you, and you'll say, no, here's my tits? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> there I are want... some people, you are their, you are their number one. You just yeah. nailed it for something. Like, that is the girl I need. Yeah. I'm actually the, send me a picture of your smile. I'm thinking Ugh. about you. But I don't like to but take pictures. But he's romantic, but he doesn't understand that for a living almost, right. I take pictures. I I, I, everywhere I go, I'm You're taking pictures. And I don't. So when you ask next time, tell him to Google. <laughs> Google. There are Can thousands pull, of I, pictures of me, babe. You know what I did? Google I just pulled one. up a bunch from Google and yeah. sent him Fire all Fire them off. Fire them off. Yeah. He was like, no, like right that. now. What are you doing right now? I'm like, not not sending you a picture. This is the intimacy stuff you talk about yeah. that you struggle with. Because no, he I, wants I do to struggle. be close in that moment. You're like, yeah. distance, distance. I just feel like. I've been hurt so many sure. times and my heart took so long. It was broken. Yeah. Like into, it was shattered. Sure. And it took me so long to get to a place where I feel safe and it's safe right. that I'm worried about getting hurt again. Right. So I feel like I'm protecting it. And in doing that, I'm just kind of 
taking things a little slower than what mm-hmm. he's used to. Well, it sounds like he's willing to earn that trust that you need, I think. Maybe we'll not. We'll see. <laughs> and if so, lucky him. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. You know? I he's. I think he's worth seeing. Good. Yeah. So it's <laughs> worth the seeing. Yeah, it's worth it's All worth right. it to me to figure it out. Yeah. Um he is going out of town tomorrow and he asked me to go and I think well I said no because that's like traveling with someone's really like next level. I love that shit though. I right love away? traveling with someone. Oh uh, yeah. I move no. quick. I move fast. Yeah. I I'm, I'm yeah, we're away a weekend. No, I mean I'll have my own room. You learn so much. Nah, we're we're bunking. No. I don't want like I, I just don't like I think boys are gross. A weekend we're holding hands, we're sharing a room and we're no. away somewhere. Oh my god, you were I just want, like it's a him. test. I want to know how close my partner can can be with me. I can be real close. Like anything yeah. you want close behind whatever we're doing, but I'm not Full on, like making out with you at Mastros week day yeah, one, or, or at the soccer. No, soccer field or, no not you're not even invited to yeah, soccer ever. I get probably. It. I get it. <laughs> but I get you it. know what I mean? It's just I'm. I have yeah. I have walls. They're up and they're crazy. But I look forward to somebody getting them down. He's trying. He's trying. He's he's doing well. Help him out though. I, <laughs> just don't. Just make sure they're not so tall you can't climb over them. No, no. I'm just seeing right. him again. Like we saw each other every day for seven days. So I okay, had to take a break last okay, night. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Then. You didn't uh, tell me that part. Well, yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Seven days in a row, and then he wants to take you away for the weekend. You're like, I'm good. Yeah, mama, I'm like, mama needs like, some downtime. Anyway, you need to see. But it, the cool it. thing is, he's like, he likes to be around a lot of people. So I had my right. friends over cool. too. I love that. And he's fun. Yeah, that's great. It's not like he just wants us to. One on one deep. It was like he's yeah. a he's a fun seeker. He's very hyper. And you would I need like that. You would need that. Yeah. Yeah. Someone flatter and not as hyper would bore you. Probably. No, I couldn't. And you'd I can't. probably be like me. You're like me. You bulldoze right over that. Right. And then yeah, it's it's hard. And then I get resentment sure. because they're boring as fuck. And so I can't do, I can't tolerate boredom like that. <laughs> me with neither. People. Yeah. You need to be. Yeah. I like when he's like, dude, let's do this. I'm like, no, let's do this. Like, I'm like yes. <laughs> you're like amping it up. No. Yeah. So That's it's fun. But it's fun. Good. And he's like, yes, let's do it. And yeah. I love that. Well, you know, if you and him ever want another guy. I mean, <laughs> I'm here. You got my number, Brandy. I don't see. I don't know so if she I could do it. That? Oh, you're not dodging. We're going no, into it. I don't know if you I could do, do it. it. I just, I, I don't know if it needs to be about me. I don't right. think I'm that person per right. se, because I can have another girl and that's fine. I don't have an issue with that. Okay. But I just don't know unless it's What like, if it was you, me, him and another girl? Could you do that? Yeah. Totally. Interesting, but what are we? What's happening in that moment then? Because most likely, well, you... the, we could the guy and the girl could switch, and I could be with the girl, but you can't be with the guy. That is so fascinating, to right? Me. It's just it's <clears throat> not a turn. It's a turn off. What if me. I'm with the guy and the girl at the same time, and you're over there watching? Well, what about me? You're watching. <laughs> <laughs> We're performing for you. Um, Look, you're know. welcome in. Listen, you're the one that's setting right all now, the limits. I, I'm not. I'm bringing you in. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just, I've never done it. So, I mean, okay. I can't say completely I'm not going to enjoy it because right. I haven't done it. But in my head, it doesn't, it doesn't turn me on. Got but it. maybe in person, it would. Maybe. I don't know. We'll have you over for drinks and see. Amen. <laughs> you can come too well you can record it I just watch you do well. yeah you yeah. can just watch and record because yeah. that's what you do best yeah. right yep Who observe he's a good dancer too. Yeah. And, and dance. yeah I'll do a little dance in the background <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> to will. whatever to what is that song Brandy <laughs> oh dances to I'll dance to that one I just got a picture of my head that probably isn't good no, we're welcome happy really Halloween <laughs> <laughs> that's why I really oh my did. god <laughs> alright so we can catch you on Loveline. Yes, you have Loveline every week. Um, my book is out, Sex Outside the Lines. 
And uh, look, you know, me and Amber are going on tour next That's year. A, so where are you guys? Like, just All the major cities. We're going to have DJ. We're going to kind of do a little thing like we do on our VH1 show and Loveline, answer some questions, maybe have some guests. It's going to oh, be like a cool. little, little mini Vegas show on the road. I want to do that. We'll have you on yeah. in LA. We'll really have you in or have in come LA. meet us in Vegas. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I love Vegas for like 24 hours and then I need to get I am to so you. with you on that. Take it all in for what? 24 Go hours. Go hard, and do then it, bounce and out. then... Because yep. people are like, let's go to Vegas for the weekend. No, like, I'm like, it's too many days why? for trouble. Why? But that also, if I go hard the first night, I want to sleep the next day. Yep. And Vegas is too dry. Yep. And it's like too oh, I'm dirty. I'm with you. Yep. Lots of chapstick. my bed. Yeah, yep. like I want to put a, get a tub and put <laughs> lotion in it. Lots of water and chapstick. Exactly. And just lay in the lotion. I got it. It does just dry you out. I know. All, everything. But I do go hard when I go and I have fun and I go home. girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it. We're going to Vegas together. Good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for Thanks being for here. Thanks for having me. It's great to meet you. Um, where can we find you on social media? Oh, yeah. Please, please use my Instagram, at Dr. Donahue, and my Twitter's at Chris Donahue. Nice. And you spell Donahue, D-O-N-A-G-H-U-E, in case you're spelling challenge like myself. Yes. All right, thank well, thank you. you so much for being here. Awesome. And Thanks. I look forward to going to Vegas with you. Woo! And our threesome, duh. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> I'm here with the winsome Gabby Reese. And I'm here with the intelligent and my dear friend, Neil Strauss. And we are in the Truth Barrel. It's a 220 degree and we have incredible conversations in here. We want to talk about life and how do we navigate things, improve relationships, raising kids, surviving hardships. And we are going to bring some old friends and new friends Olympic athletes, actors, musicians. So come and join us. You can find us every week on podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, or certainly subscribe at iTunes. So that was a very interesting show with Dr. Chris Donahue. I have to tell you guys, he is sexy and his teeth are good. It's, oh, wow. Yeah, I might have a little crush, but I'm glad he was here. I'm glad that we all know about my entire sex life now, and that's great. Um, be sure and tune in to, what am I doing? I guess this podcast right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, and My Kitchen Rules on Vox, it will be airing in January. I know it's a couple months away, but set your DVRs now and get my books, Drinking and Tweeting and Drinking and Dating. The third one is being edited now and it's a doozy. I feel some lawsuits coming on. So having said that, have a great weekend and please don't sue me. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.